This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. Wanted to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. You can gain um, and you can gain um, some knowledge and some information. Uh, as you know, in this world, in this life that we live in, post COVID, um, things have been so different. Um, people often have to think; they think a little bit harder. People are a little bit more anxious, worried, um, as we see not only physically but mentally, um, um, emotionally, and um, it has affected. Even though we are, it seems as if we are sort of at the end um, of COVID. Uh, people are still affected. Um, by the different things that have happened over the last few years. And um, for many, when they're stressed, we find that um, food has been comfort. But food has also been, uh, for many, um, something that has been uh, they've decreased due to uh, situations or experiences that they faced. And while we want to continue um, um, shedding light on that, and during this episode, um, we first want to share with you um, a guest. And uh, she goes by Jennifer, who um, is also um, affiliated with, that's Jay in the Kitchen. And I had the opportunity of meeting with Jennifer um, at, a, um, at a festival. And um, she was actually um, um, selling or, or sharing some of the things that she makes in the kitchen. And she's shared some things that she's learned over the years and she's still learning. Um, but we wanted to, again, since we're discussing food, um, myself and Pete felt like it was it would be awesome if um, we can invite her on to sort of share with us um, what stress is like when it deals with food. And so we were glad that she was able to um, take time out of her busy schedule well, to join us here on this podcast, on this episode. And so um, as we continue on with Jennifer, I first want to share with you that our um, the topic tonight is um, stressful eating. Stressful eating. And so again, um, Jennifer, uh, myself and Pete want to welcome you to our episode, to, um, to It's Worth Living. Um, so how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. We're glad that um you're able to be with well today on this episode. Thank you for having me. Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, if you don't mind sharing with our listeners who you are and um um what do you do and uh, um and since we're discussing food and stress, how have you how has how has it affected you in any way or how has it been um influential um not only in your life but um, when dealing with other people and working with other people? Well, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Jennifer. I am the owner of That's Jay in the Kitchen. And I basically am sort of a chef, caterer. Um, so I cater to all sorts of people, actually. It's not just vegans. Um, but the mass majority of the people that I cater to are vegans. So... When it comes to food, um, I feel like, and stress, because that is the topic. Food and stress, it, it, really, it really depends on the situation um, and the person. Um, because it can be a moment where 
you know, again, it doesn't matter if you're vegan or non-vegan, depending on the stress and the situation that you're dealing with and your body as well, because your body has a lot to do with that too. Um, it can, your, your appetite can either increase or decrease. So for me, I've had a moment where I was very stressful, especially throughout, you know, this whole COVID thing, right? Very stressful, very stressed out. It was not so much um, based on food, but it had to do with food due to the fact that it kind of decreased my appetite. And it put me in a state where I lost extreme weight, like rapid extreme extreme weight. Um, and putting it back on hasn't been the best, <laughs> the best journey. But um, I would say that throughout that stress and the eating, it helped me change a lot of my eating habits, mm. right? Um, because of the stress that I was dealing with in that time, it kind of like shed light on some of the things that I was eating that my body was rejecting. Mm. Right. And it pushed me towards eating a lot more healthier. So you can kind of say I am about like 85% pescatarian, veganish, kind of like sort of plant-based. Right. Mm -hmm. um, due to that, because it was just kind of like, I don't know if it pushed some of the food to kind of like make, make me allergic, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it just shed light on things that weren't there before. Um, but with the eating, I would say that it kind of like decreased it to where my appetite was, is not as much, right? And I'll have maybe one or two meals per day or just one. But prior to when I was younger, if I were ever stressed, it was actually pushed me to eating and pushed me to gain weight, which wasn't so, um, so bad at the time because I was young and I was very able to kind of like put the weight back off. But it made me unhealthy. So the stress will kind of like add more health issues, right? With the food. Cause now I'm eating extra like fried stuff that I shouldn't be eating. Um, just excessive um, pizza, cheese, all that kind of stuff, you name it. Mm -hmm. But. Say Ed. I have a couple of friends and family looking for a therapist. Um, do you know anybody? I actually do. Have you heard of uh, BetterHelp? No, I haven't. Well, BetterHelp is the largest therapy platform worldwide. Mm. They change the way people get help with facing life challenges by providing convenient and affordable access to a licensed therapist. BetterHelp also makes professional therapy available anytime anywhere through a computer, tablet, or a smartphone. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. How do I get a hold of these guys? If you have a smart device, all you have to do is type in www.betterhelp.com forward slash it's worth living. Again, www.betterhelp.com 
forward slash it's worth living. And if you use that link, you get an additional 10% discount. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, a discount and great services. I'm down for that. So you yep. www.betterhelp.com forward slash it's worth living. All right. I got it. Thanks. No problem. The stress in the food wasn't so correlated. I saw it was now, right? Um, the stress actually now helped me, again, have a healthy eating habit. So it was kind of good and sort of bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I, have you, I don't know if you guys ever experienced anything like, like I have. Have you guys? I, I I can speak for myself, you know, um, Jennifer and Pete. I know for me, when I'm stressed, my appetite decreases. Okay. It does. And so, I mean, similar to you, um, if you know, I have a I have a fast metabolism anyway, and so if I don't, you know, of course, if your appetite is suppressed, you feel it, you see it, you know, um, and so you have to gradually uh, encourage yourself and kind of push yourself to eat, you know, and sometimes with stress. You may not want to um, prepare meals as much as you'd want to, or you look mm -hmm. for something quick, fast, like you said, fries or things of that nature that may not necessarily be healthy or that may, it may not have been a, one of the first choices you would have made if you didn't feel anxious or worried or stressed out. Right. And so for me, I know that that, that is something that I know that uh, if, if I am feeling um, any form of stress, the first thing that is affected, of course, is your appetite. Yes, in, in my case, it's the opposite. I wouldn't actually eat. <laughs> you know? And it's nothing major either. It's not like, okay, yeah, I have to get another big plate of meal. It's just little nonsense. Like, for example, um, one, of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite snacks is sea snacks, right? So uh, on a normal day, uh, you know, I would eat one or two little of those little things and then glass of water, I'm good to go. That's my snack. But if I'm stressed eating, I could take like a good 10 of them back to back and not mm -hmm. even realizing because I finished them so fast mm -hmm. and not realize, okay, yeah, the whole pack is done. So in my case, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, eating more, which um, I had to actually pay attention to more, especially lately, because I, since the pandemic with work and all that stuff, you know, you're dealing with all these things. And you know, sometimes you have a case that's a little more challenging, something that's, you know, that's pushing you a little bit because you're trying to figure out how to help this person or that person. It gets you to that stress eating level. So I've realized that lately. So I keep count. I would keep like the little plastic and that hold the snack. I open it. I would keep it on my desk so that I can see how many I've eaten. If I'm, if I'm up to three, I just try to give up right there and then drink a couple of glass of water to help me fill up so I don't feel like I have to eat anymore. But of course, when you're really stressed eating, you can't really, you, you know, that doesn't really matter much. You don't even feel it until you realize, oh man, I'm this far. Uh, yeah, I probably should slow down a little bit, but I try to be a little more mindful about it these days just so that I can control the habit of it. I mean, again, sea snack doesn't do much for you, but it's still a bad habit to be eating like 10 of them uh, in one go. It's just doesn't make sense you know so so i see what you're saying as far as that goes mine goes the opposite of it but uh <laughs> but yeah uh, i i understand and, and the thing is too we've had um people uh both clients and, and and listeners who've had actually asked questions about the whole stress situation when we when we did it now as far as stress eating based on your um 
familiarity with food. If someone was to stress eat, do you have any suggestion of things that they should probably try that would keep them from dipping a whole pot of food in their mouth or you know something that could fill them up a little faster or something like, something like that? But that nature they can turn to that would not only satisfy both the stress and the eating part. So that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one um, because depending on the person, right, and what they're used to, um, like I said before, like I gear more towards now like healthier options than I did when I was younger. So what I did notice is that my choices in food um, don't, don't keep me, don't keep my stress level high it actually like leaves it leveled. So to me, I'm like, okay, well, if you're stressed out, right, and you're eating 10 pieces of cake, right, um, that's not going to be helpful. (laughs) Not only is it not going to be helpful to you, but it's not going to be like helpful to the level of stress that you have. So I feel like always find something that's, satisfying but healthy right to kind of like level the stress um may it be fruit because you know fruit is real sweet Mm -hmm. depending on the fruit so you can have strawberries you can have blueberries um and in fact i actually had some blueberries the other day and i mixed it with some key lime which was extremely delicious um but just kind of like those type of options um for me, I feel like tea actually helps too. So ginger tea, lemongrass tea, uh, mm. lavender tea, all those type of teas kind of like, you know, help my appetite as well. So it doesn't put me in a place where I want to keep eating certain things. Cause like when you're stressed, I feel like it's like a, a, a craving on a thousand, mm. right? Um, so it's more so finding like the balance, like you can still eat it, but just find something that will help you not eat as much. See what I'm saying? Like still get your sweets, but then like you can have one cake, but don't have 10 (laughs) and then still have your strawberries so that you can feel like you're having 10 cakes, but not really. So that, that's just, that just works for me though. So just to piggyback on what you said, because we talked about those individuals like tea, right? That has their cravings have increased. So from your experience, what would you share for individuals who um, have a challenge with decreased appetite? What would you suggest to those individuals from your experience as a chef, work with individuals, or even with your, you know, your own individual self, what would you share are some tips to help in those situations? For me, being that I had like struggled with the, with the stress that I was dealing with not too long ago, Mm -hmm. um, I felt like exercising for one helped a lot, kind of like increase because it kind of like, you know, moves your body out and gives you that energy that you need. And with that energy, it also put me in a place where I'm like protein shakes, but Mm -hmm. my protein shakes are like organic ones. So like kind of like vegan ones Um, again, because I don't really do dairy at my house. But um, that has helped. It doesn't necessarily like increases it to where I have like five plates a day, 
but it definitely like increases my appetite to where I can have a fuller plate as opposed to a smaller plate or just like half a plate, you know? Mm -hmm. So still, even the tea still kind of helps for me. Um, a lot of sea moss as well has helped. So a lot of herbs, a lot of vitamins, a lot of um, just, I have like a whole section <laughs> of vitamins that I intake. And I feel like those herbs help kind of like balance out the food that mm -hmm. I eat. So, yeah. I don't know what do you, what what works for you guys. I want to hear what works for you guys yeah. as well. You know, you know, you know. The funny thing is, Pete and Jennifer is. Um, I found that I find for me, if food has like a Scotch bonnet or pepper, uh -huh. it increases my appetite and wants me to keep eating more. Really? Pepper, yes, it stimulates. Hot pepper or green pepper? No, hot like the hot like oh. spicy like yeah. Like really? the scotch bonnet, yeah. Like, like if I cook something and I add like a scotch bonnet, um, which is like you know, like a habanero, um, uh, one of those peppers, and I put it in my plate and I kind of crush it uh -huh. in. Where I'm eating, it increases my appetite. It makes me want to keep eating more. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's different. So if you're not afraid, yeah. So if you're not afraid of pepper, that's something that you could try. See if if it works. Hot pepper. Yeah, hot pepper. I, I'm, I'm going to try that. Not hot sauce. Not hot sauce. Yes, the pepper itself. So, like jalapeno, like, or just, like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, Like yeah, chili no. pepper, like. Yeah, uh, but for me, it's the scotch bonnet for some reason. It just, it's the flavor and uh, just the taste. It just does that. It just makes me hungry. Kind of does it a little bit, too. Yeah, it makes you want to just keep eating. Like, it stimulates my path for some reason, I don't know why, but it just, I just, I'll just keep going and just keep eating. Kind of like a Pringle. <laughs> kind of like a Pringle. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I do like spicy, like hot pepper. I do like it, but I don't think that stimulates more even increase my appetite. For me, it's, okay. uh, it's this is my, this might sound weirder than, than Ed's. Uh, for <laughs> me, it's actually watching a movie. That's why I don't eat at the theater. Like, but if I'm home, uh, I'm in front of the TV or in front of a computer watching something, I can eat like just about anything and everything in, in, in long, like in a large quantity. Because if I'm at home, it's easier for me to pause it, go back, get more, and come back. In the mm -hmm. theater, if I eat like pop people, you know, people ask me get popcorn, I would not get popcorn because after I eat it, I'm gonna want more. I don't want to get up because I'm into the movie. I can't pause it, so I'd rather not eat at all. I'll starve. I'll be, I'll feel very like I'm starving at the end of the movie. Then I'll go home, I'll eat. But watching a movie, I'm especially one I'm interested in, you know, I think like that. Yeah, uh, that actually stimulates my appetite. I've watched um, the, the Avengers uh, with Thanos. I watched those, I'd say, maybe, you know, those are like almost three hours long each. I've watched them like a number of times, sometimes while I'm doing something or while I'm eating or something like that, and I will eat a lot because enjoying the movie I made that connection with enjoying the food and it could the food could be disgusting I'll eat it because I'm because I'm enjoying the movie. Even if it's disgusting. Oh Even my god. Disgusting. If you want if you want to trap me into make me eat anything, put a movie in front of me and then put the plate right there. I eat it. <laughs> so I know it's out. 
So let's say if you're stressed out, right? Mm -hmm. If you're stressed out and you're watching a movie, will it still like put you in a place that you still want to eat a lot? Yeah, because the stress itself is already increasing my appetite and the movie basically doubled down. <laughs> Double. So I have two stimulants right there. So before you know it, yeah, I'll wow. finish anything and everything. Yeah, that's why I stop. I stop eating while I'm movie watching movie in theater. I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah, you never, you never find me eating while I'm at a theater watching a movie because of that. Um, because I'll feel like I'm depriving myself of the food that I really want, and I don't want to get up because I'm enjoying the movie, and it, it's it's really it's it's miserable. So I rather not eat at all. That way I. <laughs> That way, I don't necessarily feel like I'm missing much, but I do feel hungry while I'm watching it, though. So, mm. yeah, it's it's a little strange, but um, yeah. You it, guys have some interesting stories. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. We have too, way too many. But <laughs> I, so as we go now, we know um, stress can uh, can uh, basically magnify whatever issue that we have. We've spoken about that on the episode before, you know, hence the reason sometimes when someone has an illness, as soon as they find out that it, tend, that it tends to go a lot faster because of that. Now, if somebody does have eating habit, I mean, a, a bad eating habit already, like uh, they just said they have um, uh, uh, a bulimia for, for some, for, and then now they're stressed, whether it's uh, connected with something else, do you feel that uh, it would affect the bulimia symptoms more or less oh a lot more mm. oh a lot more um stress I, I i honestly i feel like stress causes more harm so it's like you may not have had it but now you do because you're stressed because like stress literally weakens your entire system it weakens your immune system. It weakens your, like, e every single part of you, like, all your organs, um, et cetera. Um, and I know for a fact because it affected me. Mm -hmm. um, I remember, like, the start of my stress. And immediately, it just started attacking, like, my organs, right? And I had gotten to the doctor and I've never, like, I've always been extremely healthy. I've always been like, good to go. You know, every time I go to the hospital or the doctors, they'll be like, are you okay? Have you ever had any issues? And I'm like, nope, I've been perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. But at this point in time, I was, I was so stressed out. Um, it was attacking my sleep. Um, it was attacking like my gut, mm. like, pain in my gut, pain in my ovaries, pain in my in my kidneys, pain in my pancreas, like it was attacking everything. And I had no idea. I, I had went to the doctor so many times and they were like, we don't see anything. You don't have any kidney stones. There's nothing. And but people were like, they can see it. And they're like, you're going through something. What's going on? And I'm like, it's the stress. The stress was literally like attacking every part of it. Like it, it just the food that I ate, it was in staying in my system. It was just the worst. So if you're asking, like, would it make your bulimic, like, a lot worse than it was before? For sure. For sure. It, it helps nothing. Mm. Stressing out helps nothing at all. Like, it just adds on to what you're dealing with. So you can have cancer, et cetera, and it'll just kind of, like, 
it, it just adds fuel to the flames. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know what it is about that, but stress, you know, they say that it's like, it's a silent killer. Uh-huh. And there's no lie about that, though. Mm. Mm. Wow. So, you you know, now that, um, I know you said earlier, um, uh, as a chef, and you, you know, you mainly cook for lots of plant-based or vegan um, clients. Um, have you found that? And I know it's, it's probably a, it's not an easy um, answer to this question, but have you found over the time, you know, over the time that you've been a chef that you find it difficult? Well, you found uh, many of your clients dealing with stress and food and, um, or have they even expressed that to you? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Because, you know, like, for example, how um, he was saying as well, where it's like you find you're stressed out. And for some of us, we find comfort in the mm-hmm. food um, so much that sometimes we eat things that our body rejects. And some people can be allergic to certain things, but because you're so stressed out, you know, you're like, eh, a little taco won't hurt. Although, you know, you're not supposed to be eating steak, you mm. know, or, you know, you shouldn't be eating a mushroom because sometimes even vegans like are allergic to certain certain things. Right. Um, you know, you're not supposed to eat it, but you're so stressed out that you're like, again, food is a comfort zone. Right. But even if you're like bef- or increased or decreased, still, it's a place where you feel like it kind of soothes your stress. But it really doesn't. It kind of just adds to it, which we we don't notice that until it starts like literally like attacking our bodies and making us sick. And then the stress adds on to that. And yeah, but a lot of people find um, comfort in the food or discomfort in the food, depending on the stress level that they're on. Mm-hmm. Do, do you find that stress affect your creativity when you're cooking or anything like that? Oh, for sure. Mm, that's a good for question. Sure. Mm. For sure. Um, for me, um, being that I'm the person that I am and how I operate in the kitchen, like if I'm not feeling well, I don't cook. Mm-hmm. If I feel if my energy is off, I it's just like it's it's not I don't even cook in my house for my children and myself. If my energy is off, if my stress level is through the roof. Because I just don't have it. For me, when I cook, like I cook with all my heart, all my my body and soul. Like my energy has to be at a thousand. You know, I put all my like my love into my food, right? It's it's my it's my element. I feel happy when I'm in the kitchen. You know, it it just it, it makes me glow. It makes it brings me joy. Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm stressed out, it kind of takes away from that. There's no energy. There's no, and there, and there's nothing that can like uplift me and push me towards it. I'm just like, eh, I, I don't care for it. I don't, you know, which puts me in a place where it's like, okay, well now you're not cooking for the house, but then now you're not cooking to, you know, for other people. Now you're not making any money and now you're not following your passion. So it affects everything all around. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely prevents me from, being successful where I am the, the best at, which is in the kitchen. So, oh, you know, Pete. Just a follow up to what you just said. 
given that your li livelihood depends on you being stress-free, do you have any coping skills that helps? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, that, that helps <laughs> you because I mean, you let's say you 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 feel stressed for a week, you can't not cook for a week because you have to live, pay the bills, right. and that. So, what are the coping skills that you have that would help you? get out of that mode in order for you to recuperate and back to your normal self in order for you to be able to function? For me, what works the best is meditation. Honestly, you know, every, everybody's very different, right? But what works for me has always been meditation and prayer, 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 prayer. And again, that works for me. I know a lot of people are non-believers. I know a lot of people don't pray. A lot of, you know, it, it just, it all depends on the person. But for me, like, it can, it can even be, because sometimes not even my children motivate me so much, right? Um, although they love me and I love them to death and they're my everything, but meditation, being able to center my mind, and my body and my spirit and praying and like just stretching, exercising, like finding my my space to breathe on my own and kind of like just think and, you know, no, no chaos, no noise, no any of that. That actually like levels me down. But it has to be consistent. Like it has to be every day. It cannot just be like, oh, I'll do it for an hour today and then I won't do it for three days. You know, it, it doesn't help. <laughs> Man, it was so funny. I was, you know what just came to mind, Jennifer and um, Pete, is that um, I was reading an article and um, it just reminded me again where anger, even stress, if you allow it to fester for even one minute or, you know, one or two minutes, it can um, affect your immune system. It can shut it down for six or seven hours. It definitely does because the body needs all parts to be working and staying another for it to function properly. Mm -hmm. The stress basically try to shut down different parts of your body. So when one shuts down, the other one gets affected, you know. So if all these things are shutting down, eventually you shut down and you're just waiting for that day. So having a coping skills definitely helps because once you realize you are in that mode, you need to find yourself back to reality. You need to be able to find yourself. So having those coping skills definitely comes very handy, but it depends mm -hmm. on the person. You know, find out who you are, how you function, and then hopefully um, when that stress comes along, because we all have it, you'll be able to manage and able to be useful to yourself and the others around you. So. Yeah. I, I also find that, like, you know, it's very important to... Um, have people around you mm. whose energy feed yours when mm. you're stressed out um, because that puts you in a place where you know their energy can uplift you right their energy uplifts you and like allows you to be able to not focus so much on the things that are causing you stress because things that can cause you stress can be loss of a job can be you know just bills can be a a loss of a of a loved one it just you know it all depends on the things that are causing you stress um but having people that care about you in your circle is very important so that you don't allow stress to consume you entirely right to where it destroys you and shuts you down 100% because if it shuts you down 100% then again stress is a silent killer mm -hmm. you know and that's why you hear a lot of people talking about they died in their sleep 
or they were so young and they had a heart attack or, you know, they were so young and healthy or not even young, just healthy period. But they, they, they just fell down and never were able to get back up. Mm-hmm. And that's stress. But having people that pour into you consistently that, you know, uplift you, that remind you that there are great things to kind of be thankful for and grateful for is very, 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 very important. I know for me, it has been. So I think it's so important that, um, you know, even though our topic tonight was stress and food, but how, you know, while some um, with food it may, you know, for some it increases or others it decreases, it doesn't only stop there, but it also can um, affect your system as a whole, um, which can affect, as you mentioned, Jen, earlier sleep, can affect how you move, um, can affect your everyday routine, your everyday habits. Um, and if it continues and it festers, it can even find, you can even find yourself in extreme situations that it may cause, it can be life-threatening. And so I think it's so important um, to find that balance, whether it's meditating, praying, whether it's having that support around you to keep you. And I think even before it gets to that point, making sure that you have someone um, by your side, if in case this happens, or you find yourself being stressed out because all of us are going to have to face stress one, you know, sometime or later. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's making sure that you have the coping skills, you have the skills or you have the tools in place um, to attack it before it attacks you. Correct. Is there anything else you want to point out to the audience listening, uh, Jennifer? I would say um, do your best to remain <laughs> thankful every day living gratitude and that will definitely help like reduce the stress level in your life trust me (laughs) (laughs) try that and listen your days will be better every day remain in gratitude gratitude is key to a lot of things so yes wishing everybody the best all right thanks again for coming we do appreciate you coming and sharing all this wisdom and and important information to our audience. Uh, we hope that the audience not only just listen to it, but try to practice it. And go ahead and check out um, um, Jennifer's page. I mean, let, uh, let me uh, ask you, where can the audience find you? I am on Instagram and Facebook at That's J in the Kitchen, D-A-T-S-S-J and the A Kitchen. <laughs> so guys go ahead and check her out follow her on instagram see what she has and maybe place some orders you know you never know help you could become your favorite snack you never know <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you when i ate that cake it didn't suppress my appetite so trust me <laughs> well that, that's always that's always good yeah. to- <laughs> gratitude guys gratitude thank you <laughs> definitely, definitely. so we want to remind everybody you are remarkably made i am remarkably made we're all remarkable today. And therefore, it's worth living. <laughs> <laughs>